What's up everybody, this is Gary Vaynerchuk and welcome to episode two of Ask Gary V. Jan asks, how do I create interesting content for a boring subject such as a hardware store? Any ideas? Thanks. Jan, a hardware store is very far from boring. I mean, we've talked to people that are asking about highways and cement and all sorts of things and I have no idea how you think that a hardware store is boring when you're selling tools, something that tons, and I mean tons of people are actually passionate about. So, you know, the fact that you've categorized it as boring makes me say we have to work on your mindset because you need to open it up because construction and homes and DIY, do it yourself, all these things are happening right now and I would argue that a bunch of people who are watching right now are gonna leave comments in YouTube saying that is far from boring. So, I would say it's not boring, the content is quite easy, and uh, get your ass to it. Eric asks, need your advice on getting the first 10 customers for a creative service startup. We make product videos for online retailers. Eric, I once made a video, and uh, let's link this up down here below, and let's put it up right here. Can you? Can you, can you guys make another video move in here or is it just gonna be a still shot? Yeah, if, if it's on YouTube, we can do it. We can make it, beautiful. There's a famous video I made where I cold call people for customers, right? And it, it was something people really loved. And that's my answer. To get the first 10 customers, you have to grind. Sorry, DRock, I know I screwed up your, but you have to grind. What I mean by grinding is you have to just reach out to every single person. Like you just have to roll up on people and be like, hey, will you buy my stuff? There was one customer. So, <laughs> that was awesome. Did you catch her in the background or no? I mean, you just have to ask. So, go to every single person in the world that will possibly buy your thing and ask them to buy your thing. Will asks, I'm taught in marketing that people are basically sheep. What does that say about your idea that the consumer decides? Well, I don't know who's teaching you this. Uh, some university or some douchebag marketers, but you know, I'm sh- there's truth in that we can influence. I mean, marketing clearly influences, but the customer's own preconceived notions and DNA and the way they grew up and all the other variables are a factor as well and they get to choose. At the end of the day, we're not hypnotizing people. There's not some weird thing floating above my head that's saying, buy my book. You know, you need to get into post-edit on that, right? You know, that's not happening. And so, you know, I think that is a very all-in, 100% way to look at it. Do I think marketing influences people? Of course. Do I think we're hypnotizing people? No. Yes, he's back? Yeah, he's back. Draga asks, I'm an indie music producer. What tips do you have to promo my content using social media marketing? Draga, what's up? You're back, and I respect that. You're in episode one and two. You one day will be a trivia question. So the question is, look, you're an indie guy, you're trying to promote. I'm actually gonna move the mic to Steve. He's not even expecting this. Go there, go there. Do you have the sound? Yeah, or yeah, you're good right. with that? You, the, yeah. the camera's got its yeah. own sound? Yeah. Go ahead, you say what you just said to me. So Draga, I looked at your Twitter account, and you posted a remix of a Rihanna track eight times in the last 24 hours, since we aired the last episode of this show, actually. 
That's a little bit overwhelming, Draga. Now, a couple things. I think the thing to really think about is listening. I was actually clicking and so I got focused. I don't know what he was doing there, but he was replying to somebody. I like the replying in Twitter. That's a tactic. Look, here's, here's what I think it's all about. The quality of the music matters. Building up your SoundCloud matters. How does one do that? One of the ways to really do that is to become old school in some ways. Believe it or not, I'm gonna go left field on you. How about some music message boards? but not spamming them, becoming a part of that community. How about searching every single person that tweeted about Rihanna, Steve, pull it up. Every single person who tweeted about Rihanna, let me guess, but I'm gonna think it's a shitload, right? And so in that shitload, jumping in and engaging with those people. Now you gotta go spend a lot of time. You decided to do a Rihanna remix, not me. So that means you've gotta go through it and it's gonna take you a couple hours because everybody's gonna be tweeting like, Rihanna's hot fuck Rihanna, all that stuff, and you're gonna have to find the people that are actually talking about Rihanna's music, which I don't know, probably small percentage of what's going on on Twitter. You've gotta jump into that and engage with it, authentically, engaging, and you've heard the 19-year-old dude move, is not saying, check out my track. You've gotta just kind of you know, jam with people. I would recommend, if you're jamming people, and jamming with people, not jamming, if you're jamming with people, during that period, Changing the URL in your Twitter profile to be a direct link to the Rihanna track. That's right, folks. That was a tactic, and that's why Ask Gary Vee is going to be a big time show. If you're deciding to do something specific for a two day period, like Draga should, around engaging people around Rihanna's music that actually talk about the music, I recommend he changes his Twitter profile's URL from his probably homepage or whatever he's got going on to the actual link to the SoundCloud of that show because while he's engaging, people are gonna be like, who the hell's Draga? Let me click this link in his URL. Boom, they're listening to that. The viral loop gets going. The viral loop gets going. Justin asks, where are the best places for hiring great employees these days? What's your process? Uh, The best places to hire great employees is actually, this is kind of like the honey and bees thing. My process is a little bit different. I'm actively running a social and digital agency and I am at the lucky stage in my career where I'm a known personality in that and I'm public speaking, I'm doing the Ask Gary V show, plug, and you know, it's coming to us, right? I'm at that place now. So that's not practical for the far majority of people watching this and because I want this to be practical, I would say what I would think is very simply the best tactic for all of you watching who want to hire good people is to search the key terms on Twitter search that are talking about the things that you do for a living and then doing the homework. The dirty little secret is, my friends, is most people don't want to work. You know how easy it is to find good employees? Let me explain. You go to Twitter search, you search the terms around the job description that you want, not the job description terms, but the kind of things they'd be doing looking at people talking about design websites, design forums, design aspects, and then looking around what people are saying, then clicking on their profile, clicking their homepage, probably landing on their design portfolio, finding four people that you think do a good job, emailing them or tweeting at them saying, do you want to interview for a job? Are you looking for a job? Three of the four say no, one says yes, the other three give you four referrals that are kind of like them, you've got five people to interview and you hire one of those people. But that just took eight hours, didn't it? And that, my friends, is how you actually do it. Because everybody's looking for quick tactics to make it easy, and putting in the work always, always matters. You, with a little bit of me, we're changing the Q&A world.